On this channel, we often talk about policing. We often discuss this in the context of people trying to frame the police's actions as terrible when, in fact, they're following protocol or when they're actually responding quite reasonably to unreasonable circumstances. We will discuss individual cases where misinformation and disinformation are being deliberately spread by the left wing, typically, and it's being done to frame the police as these nefarious actors, as these bad people, or as people who are just vicious killers looking to target minorities because they're all evil white racists. But the thing is, we often don't discuss how the police are still a government agency and how government agencies typically follow one of the key rules of any government agency or any institution, which is CYA, cover your ass. And they are prone to spread their own misinformation, their own disinformation as well. This is why we typically wait on cases. This is why we typically talk about them in terms of the trial context, because in a trial, evidence that is fit for trial is presented, and it is better for me to be able to parse through that evidence and compare and contrast that to the media and get to the truth because what we're about on this channel and I know everybody says this is covering the truth and I say that as somebody who despite what you might think of me actually has a lot of distrust for law enforcement I actually have a history of bad treatment by the police I was wrongfully arrested at age 12 which is a story I've told on this channel before so I've seen how the government can fail I've had friends that were held in lockup for years, and it turns out the police misfiled some paperwork, and they didn't actually have the evidence they claimed against that person. So it's always good to be skeptical of law enforcement, and it's always good to be critical of law enforcement. However, there are some people that are attacking law enforcement that are in favor of abolishing the police. There are some people who are attacking the response in a recent tragic event at a school in terms of how the police should have acted sooner when they don't want police on the campus. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about where criticism is legitimate and who needs to shut their face. But before we get into that, we have a sponsor. We're going to throw it over to them and then we'll catch you on the other side. The hottest temperatures of the month are right around the corner. Summer is in fact here. This is why I highly recommend that you guys go over to Easy Summer Cool and get yourself one of these four-in-one air conditioners. They work really well, surprisingly well. It's recommended you put cold water in there. I put lukewarm sink water in there and I'm legitimately surprised about how cool it is. It's also pretty quiet. Not sure if the microphone is picking up the fan after turning it on. And again, it will save you money on your power bill. And right now, if you go to easysummercool.com, you can get 50% off. Perfect for those small rooms with windows too small for air conditioning units. Or as something to keep right on your end table, right by your bed, for some quick cool that isn't going to break the bank. Easysummercool.com. Yes, that is easysummercool.com. So as you guys already know, there was a horrific event in the state of Texas at an elementary school recently. And the first thing that we should do before we get into our political narratives, before we start pushing our points is empathize with the victims. We should send our sympathies to the victims and we should do everything in our power to look at the circumstances of this event and find out where we can do better if there is a next time, how we can prevent them, what are the signs that we can look for, all of those important things that should not divide the country, but should in fact unite the nation. However, we are in a politically divided country, which by the way, is not necessarily a terrible thing in a lot of circumstances. We should have disagreements. We should argue issues very vociferously in this nation. So immediately after an event like this, people jump into their camps and start pushing 
the political policies that they wanted all along as the solution for this. We've seen a lot about background checks, even though the person in this instance apparently passed a background check because he bought from a federally licensed dealer, as far as I know right now. Again, that information could change and all that stuff. But one of the illegitimate criticisms that are coming from the left are the criticisms of law enforcement that you're seeing from people like Sean King, people at TYT, people who have advocated and championed removing the police from the schools, and that is about how the police response was too slow. If you're someone who's against having school resource officers on campus because you believe in this myth of the school-to-prison pipeline, if you're somebody who's in favor of abolishing the police— then I don't want to hear your criticisms of this event because what we ultimately ended up finding out is the fact that the school resource officer was not on the campus at the time this event started. He apparently drove by where the guy entered the building, but he was not present like I would hope he should have been to confront the shooter. Law enforcement initially said a school resource officer confronted the suspect before he entered the school. They now say that never happened and blame the initial confusion that often comes in critical incidents. That officer was not on scene, not on campus, but had heard the 911 call with a man with a gun, drove immediately to the area, and so he drove right by the suspect who was hunkered down behind a vehicle where he began shooting at the school. And by the way, a very important question to be answered is why this school resource officer was not present. If he is assigned to this campus, if it is his job, among others, which I would hope you wouldn't just have one officer present, we should protect the things that we care about, and our children at elementary schools should be things that we care about, why he would be the only officer in the vicinity. So he was called, or he said he heard the 911 call related to this guy entering the building, and then he showed up after the fact, after he heard it, which honestly, on its own, is not good enough for me. On top of that, there was reporting that he actually engaged with the shooter. There was a little bit of a firefight before this guy was able to enter a propped open door in the back of the building. This is not true. This is just wrong. And honestly, there's no excuse for this wrong information being put out early on in this instance. Either you fired your weapon at the person and exchanged fire or you did not fire your weapon at the person and exchange fire. I don't understand, even in the fog, how this could have been reported by law enforcement, because obviously before I would go forward as anybody in a position in charge, I would not take somebody's word randomly for it. I would ask the officer directly. So if this officer, the one that was supposed to be there, by my account, I don't know what the deal is with him not being there, lied to his superiors and his superiors reported that, we need to see some disciplinary reaction if the head of this department the person who was at the press conferences spreading these lies related to this heroic cop allegedly confronting him in the back of the school and then this guy somehow sneaking by him just took some random person's word for it he should know better he should know that when you hear a lot of shots firing it's hard to tell who is firing and he should have confirmed with that officer and that really bothers me and it should bother everybody out there in my audience no matter what side you are on in terms of the political spectrum it should bother you if you work in law enforcement because the number one priority when a bunch of children are dead at 19 shouldn't be for you to exalt the police department and talk about what a great job that they did and provide examples of the good job that they did that aren't even true it should be to give us the information about what went down and talk about honestly and frankly how it was in fact a failure that this guy wasn't on campus like what was he doing was he out to lunch 
if he was out to lunch, do they not have multiple people at the school who go to lunch in shifts? Like, what is going on in this instance? And why are you giving us bad information that looks like you're trying to promote the police department when the police department didn't seem to act very well in this instance? And by the way, this isn't the only example of the police not acting well or not appearing to act well in this instance. There's a lot of complaints about them waiting outside the school for a really long time before entering and actually waiting for the federal to arrive the border patrol and their tactical team to enter this building gut-wrenching admission today from law enforcement for more than 70 minutes officers waited outside a classroom while 19 children and two teachers lay dead and dying inside rob elementary the incident commander having decided that he was no longer dealing with an active shooter hey from the, from the benefit of hindsight where i'm sitting now of course it was not the right decision it was a wrong decision period there's no no excuse for that. Now, I would say there are tactical reasons why you would camp outside. There is a fear that you might make things worse if you try to storm the school and there's kids running around and it's a total mess and all that. But the thing is, it appears that the state of Texas has done those calculations. It appears that the state of Texas has actually decided on how they're going to respond to these examples. And their response to this example is that if you arrive on the scene, you need to enter the premises. You need to step over every horror that you might encounter in the school and go put the shooter in the ground. At 12.03, more than 30 minutes after the first 911 call was made, 19 officers from various agencies made it outside the classroom door where the suspect was barricaded behind a locked door. Even as parents outside begged police to do something, they did not go in, waiting instead for a Border Patrol tactical team. 911 calls continued to come from inside the classroom. You can hear on the 911 call that three shots were fired. 35 minutes after the tactical team arrived, officers broke through the door and killed the suspect. By the time it ended, the suspect had fired more than 300 rounds, and he still had plenty more. Just two months before this tragedy, the school district had trained for an incident like this, holding an active shooter response trip. So when I see that this is what the Texas police are supposed to do in these instances, when I read it and it seems like it's ironclad, and then I see them waiting around outside and I see the parents being horrified at the fact that they're just camping around outside, even though that could be a tactical thing that a lot of departments decide on, it bothers me. It's something that doesn't make any sense, and it honestly reflects really poorly on law enforcement in this instance. And again, we often criticize the federal government usurping the roles of local governments and local police forces, but the feds are the ones who assembled the team and entered the building. It was a Border Patrol agent who ultimately ended up killing the shooter, and the fact of the matter is, if you're going to point out when the feds do something bad, you have to point out when they do something good. You have to point out out when they're the ones who enter when other law enforcement doesn't enter and you have to point out that there are problems with how this actually goes down in the moment and by the way I am not somebody who's going to go LARPing on you. I'm not somebody who's going to say, if I was in the area, I would have put on my vest, I would have grabbed my weapon, and I would have entered the school. Because honestly, I don't think that that is the case. I wasn't there. I'm not going to be this hero like on the internet that's going to solve all the problems and all that nonsense. I'm just somebody watching as an observer, and just because I'm not in a law enforcement context, and just because I, as a random citizen, don't know how I would react in that scenario, does not mean that I can't criticize law enforcement who have protocols, who have training, who have a, basically an ironclad, this is what we do in this situation, and they don't follow it. On top of that, we also have to discuss the level of equipment that these officers have, because there could be a situation where even though their protocols say one thing, they don't have what they 
they need. They don't have the helmets. They don't have the vests. They don't have all the equipment that you would need to breach a situation like this. And then you could end up in a situation where they actually make it worse, where an officer ends up becoming fallen. And then the suspect has another weapon to utilize in that situation. So I want to know all this information. I want to hear from the department what was in the trunk of the vehicles of the officers who arrived on the scene. I want to know what the school resource officer had, because to be honest, I have had these people in schools growing up my whole life, and a lot of these school resource officers are basically useless. They're basically blundering idiots. They're basically people that were assigned to the schools because they have to deal with kids, and they're probably not the best suited people to be handling situations like this. So I want to know what they're equipped with. I want to know, even though they have the protocol that says they must breach the school, if they're actually physically capable of doing so. Because even the Border Patrol tactical team apparently needed to ask the custodian for the keys to enter the room because the room was locked which is strange because you would think a tactical team a federal tactical team we always hear about militarized police would actually have a battering ram to bring down the door in a situation like this but instead allegedly at this point again information could change there's always bad information early on in this event they had to get a custodian to unlock the door for them so that they could breach the room which to me doesn't make any sense at all 911 calls continued to come from inside the classroom now look, because the cops seem to have taken way too much time in this instance, we'll never know what would have happened if they would have entered immediately. We don't know if they would have made the situation worse. We don't know if some of the people who were trapped in that classroom with this monster would have actually been savable. But what I do know for a fact right now is it appears this guy locked himself in this classroom and maybe he could have with all the extra time decided that he was going to enter another room and done more damage this is one of those perfect instances where people talk about how when seconds count the police are minutes away and unfortunately in this situation the police were right outside but they did not seem that interested in entering so i want to know what the equipment they had i want to know why the resource officer wasn't there what we need to know is what these officers had on them why the school resource officer was not on campus is that something that is normal is that something that is abnormal why there appears to be only one school resource officer on campus and what was the assessment made by law enforcement for why they didn't enter and why they awaited border patrol on top of that we also need to know how this lie got out there because if i'm a parent and I lose my kid in a horrible situation like this. I'm already at such a point where I've lost all reason. So the last thing that I want to see, the last thing that I want to hear about, the last thing that I want to be told is that a head of a law enforcement agency that I already don't believe did enough in this situation was exalting his officers when they actually ended up doing nothing. I mean, again, he was taken out by somebody in the border patrol. So the police were really there to tell the parents to get back away from the school more than anything else or at least that's what it appears at this moment and if there is a tactical explanation if there is a reason why they appear to have gone against their own protocol gone against what they drilled at this school two months before this by the way then I need to know all that information. I need the truth, and that includes anything and everything related to this situation, and if people were intentionally lying, if people were talking nonsense, then I don't even want to see resignations. I want to see outright firings, the losses of pensions, consequences for not telling the truth. Again, we can talk all day and night about how the less criticism of the law enforcement in this situation is totally disingenuous. You can't say that the 
these people that I don't want to exist, that I want to abolish, didn't act fast enough. You can't complain about the school resource officer not being on campus when you say you don't want any officers on campus because they're evil white racists and blah, blah, blah. Black kids get suspended too much. School resource officers are racist somehow, and those things are connected. I don't want to hear that nonsense. What you can do is if you're a reasonable person and you have expectations of law enforcement and you expect them to do their job properly is examine this situation and then throw your criticism. So I'm throwing all those people out that talk all the nonsense all the time and are just anti-cop. And we're going to have this conversation with people who understand the important role of police and understand why government power should be viewed as something that we should be skeptical of. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like this video, you show me by leaving a like. You can subscribe for more content. You can follow me on all my social medias. You can support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about the law enforcement response to an absolute horror show in the state of Texas. Till next time.